are now walking in the hurts world. You are now walking into hurts world. Aye. Discussion that we need to hear. Topics they be scared to touch. Potters say we do too much. Hurt, I think they scared of us. Meaning this is filled with hits. How you turned up like a jig. You are now in Hurt's world. If you love a hatchet chick, you are now in Hurt's world. 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 So he put my name in the top. 
But I don't let them come to the crib So we get it on where we at Nowadays I be ducking them cameras And they hype that I'm up on them banners Calling my phone but they know I don't answer In the hood I'm like Princess Diana I'm thick cause I be eating oats Not take from me but notes Wanna be me so she do my emotes And my name in her mouth so I bet she gon' choke So her man I'm the girl of his dreams Think about me when he brushing his teeth He get texting I leave him on scene Hottest down they know what I mean Like grah, keep it a stack Move walk cause they know I got bands They be chatting I don't give a damn And I'm still getting money I know who I am Tryna be low he gon' hit on my grand If he small he gon' act like a fan You bigger, they got your head gas. Talk so I give them a pass. Like, uh, keep it a stack. Move walk, cause they know I got bands. They be chatting, I don't give a damn, and I'm still getting money, I know who I am. Tryna be low, he gon' hit on my grand. If he small, he gon' act like a fan. Think you bigger, they got your head gas. Slow so I give him a pass. This is a public service announcement. I be eating my spinach. They tried to clone my image. They burnt they London bridges. None of them British. I know they know the difference. Just fell in love with a gangster, so I hold him down like an anchor. He said if I keep it a hundred, then he keep me safe like a banker. Nowadays I be making him famous. She the princess, so fuck who you lames is. Of course I be pushing they buttons. I hold a control like the gamers. Like grah, keep it a stack. Bitches is if we keeping it crack. Bad little redhead, she about to black. We come out, it's a movie, but we don't do back. Live from London, straight from the palace. Manda Magalis, I text us like Dallas. Keep it a bean, yo. He talk nice 'cause the game me. Like grah, keep it a stack. Bitches move wide 'cause they know I got bands. They be chatting, I don't give. But damn it, I'm still getting money, I know who I am Trying to be low, he gon' hit up my gram If he smart, he gon' act like a fan Thinking you bigger, they got your head gas It's slow, so I get him a pass Like, God, keep it a stack Bitches move wide, cause they know I got bands They be chatting, I don't give a damn And I'm still getting money, I know who I am Trying to be low, he gon' hit up my gram If he smart, he gon' act like a fan Thinking you bigger, they got your head gas It's slow, so I get him a pass Like, catch it, she in her mood Like, she in her mood Like, she in her mood Like, she in her mood She in her mood, she lit, get money too, like, she in her mood. In the mirror, I'm doing my dance, and you packing out nobody's pants. He a rapper, but don't got a chance, sucking my waist, so I'm loving my bands. Like a million views in a day, there's so many ways to get paid. I tried dipping, he begged me to stay. Bae, I'm not staying, I just wanna play. In the party, he just wanna rum. Big boobs in the bus, they plump. She a baddie, she know she a 10. She a baddie with her baddie friend. They like ice, how you always stay hot. Oh, they mad cause I keep making bops. Oh, she mad cause I'm taking her spot. If I was I'd hate me a lot. Like, she in her mood. 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 She lit, get money too. Like, she in her mood. 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 Like club guards say, throw that air, poke it out. I ain't, but I let him me out. Yeah, bad in my too. Take all these money, what we finna to do? Then leave, then leave. Get that bread, get that. Then leave, then leave, then leave. Get that bread. Godzilla, I ain't tricking, I'm just down, head down, pop that, pop that, pop that to the ground, she a freak, I put her on the team, if you keep your clean, then scream, nah, I can't give her nothing, I can't give her nothing, if she got good, I buy a Sonic slushy, but I can't give her no money, Ooh, throw it back like a pro, yeah. pop that like a boat, fit up, get that bag, middle fingers up to a bro, like Poke it out, Club, I ain't you, but I let him mm, me mm, out, yeah, back mm, in my mm, too, take 
you get at Herc at hercsworld24 at gmail.com that's h-e-r-c-s world 24 at gmail.com you can always catch me on snapchat c casual snap double c-a-s-u-a-l snap and you know what i like to tell you i want to remind you to keep it casual cherish always salvation unity and life i am out of here peace big Herc. it's your world what you got for him this week Um, we were having a conversation um, a couple weeks ago, and it was uh, geared around, one, I think Wayne put something online that said nobody could touch him in a versus. Um, I was kind of shocked because I was like, mm, it's it's a couple people that might be close. <laughs> and y'all know how we do. It's me, the Big Hurt. And you tuned in to Hurt's World, man. Season 4, Episode 9. And it is 
just like music. Part two, man. I told y'all um, with the overwhelming response that we got uh, from all the Facebook comments that there would be a part two of our Black Music Month episode. Um, and I try not to be a liar. So here's part two. Um, shout out to Taimani, Young Tiz, and um, Sicily. I was saying it wrong, and then she never corrected me, but Sicily. Um, for rocking with me last week. Um, if y'all have not streamed any of their music, make sure y'all please, please, please go do that because we need to support our black artists. Um, just like you know, just like we support our mainstream people, we can support our indie, our independent artists, so that 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 so that they can become mainstream and uh, bigger, better, and you know, blacker. But part two. Um, I don't really know how to describe part two. Part two is going to be. I feel like part two is going to be a whole lot more. Uh, not necessarily raunchy, but more real. And, it, and not saying that part one wasn't real, but the panel of people that, you know, we've got to hit. We've gathered for this one. Um, let's just say they don't hold shit back. And. I'll let them explain that when we get back from break. So stay tuned. You're listening to Hurt's World, man. Hey, people, it's the Big Hurt, host of Hurt's World. He's a real nice fella. Hurt's World is a safe space for any and everyone to come talk about the different issues and things that affect our culture. From love and relationships to mental health and wellness to pop culture, Hurt's World is here to speak on. Check us out on YouTube or anywhere you hear your favorite podcast. Also, if you would like to promote your business on Hurt's World, please email us at hurtsworld24 at gmail.com. Again, that's hurtsworld24 at gmail.com. It's time to start thinking about that spring and summer wardrobe. How about checking out some thrifted and vintage clothing at Thinking Thoughts Art? Catch great deals on music tees featuring Beyonce, Run DMC, Lady Gaga, Migos, and more. Check out their new original line. Get in on our motto, Waking Thinking. Wake up and be thankful for another day. Thinking Thoughts Art also has the new Waking Thinking Cut and Sew Bucket Hats. The new spring and summer 23 line is available starting April 1st. Check out the full selection online at thinkingthoughts-art.com. Yeah. Welcome back to Hurts, where I am your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, to be hurt. And if she says I'm not, that Jezebel's a liar. So I told y'all, man, just like music part two, without further ado, I'm going to shut up and let these amazingly talented artists come off mute, introduce themselves, tell you where they're from, and uh, we're going to get straight into the conversation. So come off mute, tell the people who you are, let's get going. What up, y'all? So I'm just Ari. I'm a um, kind of like still a new R&B artist from Chicago. I just recently relocated sh- to Charlotte or whatever, but, you know, still repping Chi-Town. Um, so I dropped my first album last May. It's entitled 30. Um, I turned 30 last year whatever. So um, that's my first album. So I've only been like an artist for a year. I've opened up for a lot of um, local artists in Chicago, Twista, Beads, B-Lo of Do A Dash, Shauna, you know, stuff like that. Um, my single with you is spinning on Power 92 right now. So shout out to DJ KC's and Rentieri, all of them at Power 92. But yeah, that's pretty much me. Um, I sing. I do R&B. I dropped my latest uh, record entitled Goodbye. It's on all platforms. The music video is out for that as well. 
Um, but yeah, that's me. I'm just Ari. Uh, Ari's been here a couple times. Y'all know her. Y'all love her. And we're gonna get into get. We're gonna get into the reasoning behind goodbye. We're gonna get. We can actually talk about it more now. And I'm gonna get in her business. But who's next? What's going on, Herc's world? Uh, it's your boy Hebrew, straight out that south, straight out that six six two, representing Mississippi. Y'all know how we do. Um, not new to music. Um, just just decided to uh, start taking it to the next level here. Um, so I'm happy to be here, and uh, man, happy to just join the conversation. Welcome, my guy. Who's next? What it do? What it do? This AG and Wasso. Yeah, I'm not new to the music as, as well. Just a uh, pick back on my boy Hebrews. Uh, we working on some project right now. Um, we straight from Mississippi, six six two area, DeSoto County. You know, we just trying to put this music out and be heard. You hear me? And last but certainly not least, come on, um, Mister Steal Your Girl in the Flesh, my homie. Um, he does it better than Tank, if I if you ask me. But tell nah, the people bro. who you are, man. It's your boy Debo, man, D. Allen. I'm really just trying to be like Ari. Really, she got the music out there. She out there repping. She out there repping the whole nation. I'm really trying to be like her, but just <laughs> like my boy Hebrew and all them, man. I'm, uh, I'm getting back into it. Been doing a lot of wedding singing here lately. Um, really finna start making working on some uh, some cover as well as original music. So uh, we got some we got some projects working for sure. Man, that's from my bad from Arkansas. My bad from the other side of the bridge, Arkansas. That's what we were repping that. That we got all the tri-state area right here, so we good. Hey, you know what? When when you reach out, man, y'all out the tri-state area uh, always comes in and is well represented. And of course, you know my people from from the city are always very very well represented. So shout out to Chicago, man. So. Let's go. Um, question. Let's go with the first obvious question. When did you first fall in love with music? Um, how were you in, you know, when did you know music was was going to be that person or that thing for you? Whoever wants to go first and go first. Um, I'll go. So I fell in love with music super early. Um, started out singing in church. My first solo, I was like eight years old, and um, I watched my auntie. She on my album, 32. Her name is Aretha Martin. Shout out to my auntie, my mama only sibling. Um, but I got my singing from her and just watching her sing in church and stuff like that. So I led my first song at eight. And then, you know, I, I did music here and there, just church. But I had got, I was in a really crazy situation, like coming out. And, um, you know, I was just out of home and I was just back and forth, staying here, staying there. And the only thing that got me through that time was music. Like, that's the only thing. I still remember every song that I played going through those particular moments because I just only had myself in music. So I would say I fell in love, like fell deeply in love when I only had that to depend on during that time. Okay. Hebrews, when did you fall in love with music? Um, man, first started doing music, of course. You know, I was brought up in the churches. Most of us are in the South, um, singing in choirs. 
Uh, then got into uh, a little bit more um, of gospel rap when I went to like a different church, which I didn't even know was a thing. And then through uh, high school um, with my brother from another mother, like, you know, just freestyling at the lunch tables um, through the college years, you know, come home, bust out a couple of verses. And um, but it, it feels like in the last two years, man, I've just really taken it seriously. I've really seen um, my craft grow. And, um, you know, if I, I say I've been really taking it seriously since definitely 2020 man so i'll say that's when i really really fell in love with music when i really really wanted to do it big time okay why so what about you yeah uh just to reiterate on both of y'all uh i grew up in the church singing in the choir and you know learning listening to beats and listening to the drummers and everything like that that's what made me really fall in love with music um so it was probably when i was a young Young man, about eight, nine years old, singing with uh, my cousins and my brother in the choir. And after that, like, I really started taking it serious um, when I went to the military. When I went to the military, I met a bunch of guys that actually did music. And it was from, it was guys from different areas, um, you know, Washington, California. And I would actually rap in front of these guys. And like I said, these guys were from different parts of the of America and everything, the world in general, and they actually vibe to the words that I was saying, the lyrics that I was putting together, and I'm like, wow, like, I'm really, you know, good at what I was doing, so, so really once, about 2016, I'd say that that's when I uh, started really taking it serious, because when I came back home, I'm like, oh yeah, if everybody in the different regions and different areas really feel what I'm saying, I can really take over around this area or whatever and do more and actually perfect my craft as well as, you know, I'm just artistic all in general anyway. So I just tried to figure out how to put my my artistic skills, which is like drawing and coming up with different different uh, words and everything to put, you know, make a, a, a picture, a perfect picture. So really I was just focused on uh, music, Around 2020, 2016. Okay. Debo, what about you? I'm going to go ahead and throw my church hat in the bucket, too. I, too, uh, grew up in church, um, singing in the choir and things like that from a young man. Um, I'll say that in 2015, 2016 is when I started really taking it serious. Um, I've always been able to sing, but I never really put it out to the public till about 2015, 2016, really starting getting some good feedback. I think COVID either made you or broke you. And I would admit that it kind of broke me in a sense because with all the creativity going, I just wasn't there mentally with it. And so I'll say that um, as we kind of broke out of the the pandemic um, and you start living life with music, if you're an artist, it's going to always knock on their door. And if you don't answer that call, you're going to be miserable at all times. And so I would just find myself really just kind of miserable because I wasn't really pursuing what what that purpose was with artistry. And so I'll just say that here recently, you know, as that as that door started knocking, I've been, you know, answering more opportunities. And now that creativity is starting to come back, that love for it is starting to come back. The nostalgia that music brings is really starting to fulfill life. And so I'm just trying to really be an example to my girls and my kids, too, because 
I can't dare tell them to, hey, pursue your dreams, pursue your passions if daddy ain't doing it himself. So right. that's really the the main boost for this pushback in the music going full throttle. And I love seeing what we're all doing here. And hopefully we all can encourage each other to keep going full stride. Most of So, and, I, and I'm glad that I kind of hinted on like the creativity that it takes to make music and, you know, get back into it. Um, here recently, I've heard a lot of people um, with this whole new AI thing. They're, you know, generating, you know, mashups and putting different artists on different songs and making them, you know, sound different. Um, and a lot of people are kind of like, oh, man, AI is going to, you know, put put us out of business and all that. So how do y'all feel like AI is going to affect the creative motion? Is it going to affect y'all at all? Uh, Hebrews, go first. On the uh, on the creative aspect, uh, here, here's my thing about um, AI, any technology. Um, that technology is only going to be as great as the human mind that made it. Um, I look at it as a challenge. You know what I mean? Um, to me, that just means that we as artists with our creativity, that just means that that we have to step our games up to new levels. You know, that just comes with things of just being in tune with, um, current events, being in tune with other artists, and um, really, to me, just man, just mastering the uh, the English language, period, or what, or whatever language that you that you make music in. So, AI isn't a threat to me. Um, it's only going to be as great as as people make it, but um, ultimately, it's up to to us as artists, you know, to 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 be as uh, top tier as we can uh, with our craft and with our creativity. Okay. Why? So, so with you being as creative, you know, in different areas and things like that, um, do you feel like AI is going to affect what you do or put, put, put together um, what you got going? Is it, or is it just going to help you enhance your craft? Yeah. uh, Yeah. It's just going to help me enhance it. Like, like uh, Hebrews said, we just, it's just a challenge, man, you know. So uh when I listen to this AIs and everything like that is going on, um, I just step my game up, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I guess I just gotta do go harder. If that's who I gotta compete with to get to where I need to get to, that's fine. I look at it just like the same everybody else, all these other artists. That's fine. I'm I'm gonna handle my business. Okay. So Ari and Debo, with y'all being on the R and B side, man, like, um, how does AI? How do you feel like AI is gonna affect y'all? Because like, it's it's kind of like, um, I heard a Kanye West AI over a uh, sing, basically singing Confessions, I think is what it was, or he was singing like a Drake song. Um, how's AI gonna affect y'all, if 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 at all? Cause like I know y'all are real creative with what y'all do. Um, I don't, I don't, I never really thought about it. Honestly, I don't feel like it would affect anything. Okay. Me personally, I feel like as an artist, it 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 can affect you, but I also feel like 
it depends on what your goal is. My goal is to is to enjoy the process. And as I am doing the process, AI is not here with me. And when you're performing live, there's nothing like live instrumentation. There's nothing like being able to sing in front of an audience and getting that live feedback. AI can't can't take that from me. And I feel like on the more um the higher you go with the more mainstream, that's when AI really starts to take effect because it's like, well, I can duplicate that voice. I can duplicate that voice. So maybe in mainstream, it may affect how, how we're trying to go. But as far as affecting the people around us, I don't think it'll have any effect at all. And also kind of like you, you, you heard that Kanye West, AI, I heard Patrick Starr from SpongeBob. <laughs> that man was singing hours and hours. And I was like, that may sound damn good, too. So it may affect that. But other than that, it, it, it won't stop the creativity and, and, the, and the, the connection that you have with people. AI cannot affect the connection that you have with people, for sure. Cool. So what's the hardest part of breaking in music? Like I know, like back in the day, you you know you would go to this person, you go to that person, go to radio stations, you get cool with the DJ stuff like that. Now it's kind of like, man, if you got a hot beat, or well, not even like really, if you got a hot beat and you know you can dance to it, it don't really matter what you're saying. If if if, if it get people moving, um, and you get a couple people listen to it on TikTok, you know you could get you know paid off streams from that you know so what is it like for y'all trying to break new music um and Ari, i know you like i know you just dropped goodbye what's the process been like trying to get goodbye out there to more people um other than just you know uh tiktok and all the other stuff um well i would say I didn't drop goodbye like I typically drop my other music. My my uh, social media presence was very low um, dropping that, and I didn't really do a lot of promotion. Uh, with my album, I promoted it for a very long time. I had a street team. I had management behind me. Um, but honestly, it's just all in who you know and money. You know, like the talent, especially like with R&B, like singers, like I, I know a lot of singers that like really could sing, like they can sing. But if they don't know the right people, if they ain't got the right amount of money, you know, to fund their craft, it's just going to be like they created it for nothing. You know, so I feel like with trying to push goodbye, I just didn't promote it as much. So promotions is definitely important. And just shutting out your personal life and just getting artist mode. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's really what it is. But to get to that level, like to get up there, I, I honestly strongly believe it has nothing to do with talent. It's just connections, like who you know, how much money you got, you know, stuff like that. Okay. Debo, what about you? Man, the dumbest stuff is going viral. And the dumbest stuff is making it all the way to the top. So really, I don't think there's a formula because I, th I think it just depends on what your goal is. I don't know necessarily if that's your question, but I'll say that discipline and consistency is what would get anybody the type of success that they're looking for. 
And I can say that with, with myself that whenever I was more consistent, putting more videos out there, doing more coverage, doing that, I saw a lot more feedback, a lot more push. But as soon as I stop and you try to start doing it sparingly, that's when people don't hear you. They don't hear your voice and it, you just kind of fall off the wayside. So the people that I've seen that just they just constantly doing it, doing it, always showing their 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 face on social media, you know, doing events and things like that. I've seen people be more successful than that. And I really feel like you have to have a personal definition of success yourself. Growing up being, you know, younger, my success was the pinnacle, you know, Usher, Chris Brown, out of the die. That's not really my success anymore. And that, now if I get there, I'm going to be on Hurts World for sure. That's going to happen. I mean, I'm, I'm going to make sure I bless the platform. But um, the main focus in success right now is, man, is just doing it consistently as a love for the music and just affecting whoever I can with it for sure. Okay. So Hebrews and eight and why? So y'all are um, on the rap side. I know. So, and this is my personal opinion. I know a lot of stuff now don't really be talking about shit. Like you can, it, it's a beat. Um, and it's, it's, it's repetition. Nobody's really lyrical other than your Kendrick's, your, your Coles, um, your Freddie Gibbs on from here and there, your uh, biases, stuff like that. How do y'all combat with the people who aren't as lyrical? They just got a, you know, a, a, a nice little drill beat behind them or they got um, a, a catchy hook or whatever it is. To, you know, and, and they 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 trending on TikTok. Um, for for me, it boils down to um, man, it boils down to 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 the passion of it all. You know, you can have you can have all that nice shit behind you, bro. But man, if you don't if you don't have the passion, if you ain't got the consistency, if you ain't got the artistry, then bro, you you know what I mean. You, you're gonna fizzle out. You know, there's a reason why you know, lyrical artists tend to last, you know, longer. You know, there's a reason why, you know, you know, if we hear Andre 3K is about to drop something, we we flock into that. And, you know, 3K, I don't know how he might be damn near 50. You know what I mean? But it's the, it's that lyrical content. And so um, and, and you hit the nail on the head, man. We, we We're competing, bro. You know what I mean? We, we're not doing this. You know, we do it out of love for sure. But, man, we we competing. And, and we really out here just trying to show people, like, man, we respect what you're doing. But, man, our shit going to be timeless. Well said, bro. Yeah. Like like you said, it's a, it's a competition, man. You know, uh, you got to be consistent when you're doing rap music. When you're on the rap side, you just got to keep going because the fans, their attention span is short when it comes to rap. You know, so uh, you just got to keep on pushing. Like, it don't matter. It, it really doesn't even matter how lyrical you are because if you can drop a song and you be lyrically inclined and then it take you another six months to drop another one, you done already lost your buzz. Like, but there's people out here that actually drop a song, make sure the beat hot, and they ain't saying nothing. You know what I'm saying? They ain't saying nothing, but then two weeks later, they done dropped 
two more songs and two more songs. It's just, it's all about consistency. You got to keep going. You got to keep pushing. So what I do is I try and take that, but actually put a lyrical mindset behind my lyrics. So when people actually see me moving and moving, they be like, oh, he's saying something too. Because they do listen. They do listen, but at the same time, they really need that beat. The hook needs to be catchy. Like, you got to come up with something catchy. If you don't have a catchy hook, period, they they already pushing it to the side. Have something where people can rock to, vibe to, or whatever, and then you try try your best. Just do you. Do you in the, uh, on the song. Put your lyrical content in it. Let people listen to you. You got to make yourself be heard. And when you make yourself be heard, then that's how, that's when the success is going to start showing up. So, but surely, I haven't been doing anything to promote it like that, but I done seen, like me and Hebrews, we got a single out called Smoke in the Air. I put it out in December. No, it was, um what, September, something like that. And, um around December, it hit 4K. I didn't do anything to the song. January, it hit 10K. We had almost 60K on the song. Really, we haven't even put the work behind it the way that we need to. I haven't paid paid for boosting or anything like that. So I'm like, somebody is listening. It's just the fact that you got to keep going now. Like, we got our fans, our fan base, we got a fan out there somewhere that we don't even know. So we just got to keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? 60,000 people that heard our song. I don't even know them. I don't know 60,000 people. I don't know 60 to 100 people that really, you know what I'm saying, fuck with my music like that. But, hey, you got to just keep pushing. It's consistency, man. And it's always funny, you know, when people, you know, talk about consistency because it's like, man, um, like I'm not lyrically or, you know, vocally inclined at all. Um, unless we in the shower and I'm, you know, you know, spitting somebody else shit. Um, but it's like the, the, the one word I always hear is consistency, you know, with putting out content, putting out, um, music, putting out whatever. And for us to be like, man, like, why you, um, like, why you always recording or why you always trying to think of ideas for, for you know, what, why you don't ever just stop working on your pot? I say, cause if I stop, y'all gonna stop listening like it's like the 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 coolest thing to me um like two weeks ago i was just you know randomly checking numbers because i just switched platforms um to you know to to push the podcast out man it's folks in asia i ain't never been to asia i ain't never been to nigeria i don't know nobody in europe but somebody over there downloaded herc's world and was listening, you know, so shout out to you. Um, but that's part of it, just being consistent. Um, you know, just putting out episodes, putting out content, you know, just constantly, you know, putting out, um, you know, flyers and, you know, just posting stuff like, Hey, this is what I got going or You know, I'm doing this. Or this is, you know, what y'all want to talk about this week or what y'all want to hear about. Um, you know, kind of just kind of stay, not necessarily in the shade room, but, you know, stay within those blogs to, you know, see what people are talking about, 
and then put my own little twist on it or, you know, the guests, you know, give, you know, y'all give y'all a twist on it, you know, but consistency is, 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 is key. Um, cause if you, if you don't stop, if you stop, somebody's going to come in and take that, that nice little Gavin that you built up and they're going to say, all right, well, I'm going to take it a little bit further than you. So, um, but we're going to go to break, man. Stay tuned. Y'all listen to Hurts World. We about to get messy because I can do that. Hey, people, it's the Big Hurts, host of Hurts World. He's a real nice fella. Hurts World is a safe space for any and everyone to come talk about the different issues and things that affect our culture. From love and relationships to mental health and wellness to pop culture, Hurts World is here to speak on. Check us out on YouTube or anywhere you hear your favorite podcast. Also, if you would like to promote your business on Hurts World, please email us at hurtsworld24 at gmail.com. Again, that's hurtsworld24 at gmail.com. It's time to start thinking about that spring and summer wardrobe. How about checking out some thrifted and vintage clothing at Thinking Thoughts Art? Catch great deals on music tees featuring Beyonce, Run DMC, Lady Gaga, Migos, and more. Check out their new original line. Get in on our motto, Waking Thinking. Wake up and be thankful for another day. Thinking Thoughts Art also has the new Waking Thinking Cut and Sew Bucket Hats. The new spring and summer 23 line is available starting April 1st. Check out the full selection online at thinkingthoughts-art.com. Yeah. Welcome back to Hurts, where I am your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, The Big Hurt. And we are talking Black Music Month, man. So um, before we went to break, I said we was going to get messy. Now, when I say that, I mean, sometimes I can be being petty. Sometimes I could just be being an asshole. But who knows? I don't even know sometimes. But this is what we this is what we're going to go. Now, myself and Derek work together. Um, y'all know where I work, so y'all know where Derek work. Um, we were having a conversation um, a couple weeks ago, and it was uh, geared around, one, I think Wayne put something online that said nobody could touch him in a versus. Um, I was kind of shocked because I was like mm, it's it's a couple people that might be close um DB said Jay-Z now I can only think of maybe 10 Jay-Z songs that would go head to head with Wayne I didn't think Jay-Z was a good fit I would my 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 um my guess was Drake, but I'm gonna let Derek defend his answer, and y'all chime in because I don't think I like I, I can think I think I know ten Jay Z songs though, like I, that that can contend with Wayne. I just don't think he got twenty. But DB, you go. Keep, you got the floor, man. Keep in mind, so I don't even know of twenty songs from off the top of my dome that's just going to rock with Wayne, but it's, it's all, it's the errors and you ain't, you can't start in 1990 and still be relevant in 2023 and drop a verse and everybody's streaming it. Like you, you can't have that history and body of work and not have 20 hits. And I think not, I'm not going to say the mistake that Wayne is making because I think it's all, you know, a, 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 a tool to get the viewers to, to really amp this up. It's 20 hits. Jay-Z got 20. 
is the versus platform is hit for hit going to 20. We're not talking about catalogs. We're not talking about body of work. We're talking about 20 individual songs. You play one, then I play one. You play one, then I play one. Jay-Z can go with them. Of course, Drake can. You got Kanye that can do it. You got... I Now, I don't know 20... I'm not a Kendrick Lamar fan like that, but I don't just know 20 Kendrick Lamar bangers that's going to go with Wayne. I fuck with J. Cole. I don't know 20 J. Cole bangers that's going to go tip for tap with Wayne. So that's why I, I think people like T.I., I think people like, I, I would even throw Rick Ross in there, Rick Ross, Jay-Z, not to say that they're all on the same level, but when it comes down to 20 bangers over the body of work that they've done, those are all people that can go tit for tat with Wayne. So what's y'all opinion? That I'm, I'm going to open the floor up to y'all. It, it is an open, safe space. Man, I know we're talking about black music. And man, I know a lot of people going to hate me when I say this. I think M can hang when it comes to a versus. I think M can hang when it comes to a Wayne versus. Um, Like you said, because I have this thing, and my brother will tell you, like you said, if we're just strictly talking about just hit for hit, Man, M, I, I think I think I think M could uh I think I think M could make uh I think M could make Wayne and the Wayne fan base sweat a little bit. I didn't think about Eminem. Um, that that would most definitely be interesting. Um, and I and I think M could give him a run for his money. So go ahead, Wasa. Yeah. Uh. Nah, I mean M he hard now. You know what I'm saying? Uh he he nice. But hit for hit, nah, I don't see it. But at the same time, you gotta you gotta expand your mind when it comes to, you know, these hits. Like just cause I don't like it don't mean it wasn't a hit. But <clears throat> I don't think it's Eminem. I think when it comes to like just bangers, it's gotta go in that era. You know, Wayne T-Pain. T-Pain was nice, but no, nah, he can't. He ain't got enough catalog for Wayne. They really were featuring on everything together. Uh, I say Jay-Z. Drake for sure. You know, Drake for sure. Uh, Kanye. And like my boy Debo was saying, those, those are the only three. Because those, those three in Eminem as well, they're in a league of their own. Those are the only people that can actually you know, versus in each other at all is those those four cat uh those four artists. Those the only ones. So Wayne Wayne is a goat, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't who 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 can do that? Who can touch them? None of these new artists can touch them. Like nobody from really nobody from the early two thousand you gotta put you gotta let them go against somebody like T.I. but he's gonna he gonna eat the flow with T.I. You know what I'm saying? And that's just because T.I. got a lot of songs, but nah, they ain't gonna keep up with Wayne. Wayne is untouchable. Oh, I mean, I feel like T.I. 
Jeezy could Jeezy could hold his own. Jeezy, yeah. Jeezy could hold it. It, it, it T like now I know that, that there's a lot of features. Um, but T Pain's catalog and features could compete with Wayne. But feature wise, like, cause, cause, like, so, <laughs> and, and I think we brought up the point, like, if you went mixtape Wayne, feature Wayne, yeah. all that, yeah, like Wayne's got, like Wayne got hits, he got bangers, like he got stuff off mixtapes, but T right. Pain got stuff that he can counter Wayne with off stuff he wrote. Stuff he featured on, um, you know, just he can pull from a lot. Like they both can pull from a lot of different areas, but I feel like if 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 we just going hit for hit, it probably had to be Jeezy, Drake, Kanye, maybe Jay Z. I, I, I will put like Jay Z in like a, a stretch four, but. The first three, that it would be they they would be able to hold their own without struggling. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't be like, eh, I wouldn't throw that. I, I wouldn't throw that. One. Like it's Jay Z, it's Drake, then it's Kanye. Jay Z, you gotta like go back to Jay Z when it was reasonable doubt. Jay Z, you gotta go back to nineties uh, Jay Z when you going when you putting them up against Wayne. Cause Wayne got too much stuff. That mixtape Wayne, and then it's Carter Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot, but you got to go all the way back with Jay Z, like for him to compete with Wayne. But he got it. He got it. Reasonable doubt. Blueprint. You know uh, what's the other joint? Blueprint Two. Oh man, Black Album. Yeah, come on. He he got some stuff. Like I think I think the hardest one is Kanye. Cause Kanye. He got some stuff, but he fell. He fell off like early. Mm-mm. You don't if think so? If Kanye goes in his bag, Kanye can look. That's one. Like Kanye is probably the only producer. Yeah, that you probably couldn't. That you probably couldn't compete with in a versus. Like Kanye is producing it. Like if we, I, I. I I, I think Kanye could be like Pharrell and, and, and Timbaland if we just gonna be honest. Like if we go, if they go, if Kanye, if, if Kanye had a versus with them, Kanye, like it could be them two versus Kanye, and Kanye could still win. I agree on that so, aspect. Yeah. Now the other versus that we uh, kind of hinted on was Usher versus. Chris Brown. Now, I said Usher would win in a landslide. Just I like I know Chris got some bangers, but Usher just he gonna the man could hit play on eighty seven oh one, and it's over. He could hit play. On confessions and it's over. Um, I did now. I there are some Chris Brown songs that you know this is like that they just hit. But what y'all think? Let's start with Ari. 
because uh, you ain't really chiming on last one. So, Chris Brown or Usher, man? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say all he gotta do is play Confessions, and, and I mean that's it. Now, now Chris Brown, like you said, he got some he got some crazy stuff, but nah. I'm going to have to go with Usher. He can literally just play confession. He don't got to play nothing else the whole time. You know what I'm saying? He could pick from 8701. You know what I'm saying? That's working out. Go hard, you know? But, nah, nobody, really. Nah, the only person that I, I wouldn't even want to see a versus with Chris Brown and Usher, but I'd like to see one with Usher and R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that'll go harder, but nope. not, not Chris Brown. Nah. Nope, because R-, R. Kelly would win. He, he would destroy Usher. R. Absolutely. Kelly's the only, R. That's the only, only person one. that I feel. You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't even want to see Usher do that to Chris like that. Debo, I I, I know. I, go ahead. I'm, have, so, have so here 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 is my here's my um here's my rebuttal to that. Like like we were talking about with the whole Wayne thing. When it comes down to catalogs, I feel like Usher overall career absolutely it's usher you plus play on confessions you play uh press play on 8701 but we talking about 20 top songs and chris and we're also talking about the new era today as well chris brown is in the new era as well as he was at kind of the end of ours so when you're talking about um like this uh kiss kiss um you know, say goodbye and all this stuff. That was on that was 16-year-old Chris coming in at the end of the Usher era. So you have a lot of songs that Chris has to, 20 songs going tit tat tit tat with Usher. And Chris Brown is still in the new school today. And a lot of the audience is going to be a lot of our folks, you know, 30 and up. And then you also gonna have some folks that's 16, 17 year olds and up to that 25, 26 that's gonna be a part of that as well. So all I'm saying is that Chris Brown has new music today that's slapping. It's not slapping like 8701. But in the verses when you got the crowds and you know how they pretty much go off crowd participation, as soon as Chris Chris Brown jump uh, drop under the influence that went TikTok viral, that's gonna be a problem. As soon as he dropped, you know what I'm saying, deuces right after the whole Rihanna fiasco, that's going to that's gonna turn some heads. So I'm just saying, I don't think it's going to be landslide 20, I mean, uh, verses for 20 songs versus 20 songs. I don't think it's going to be a landslide like people think. Now, if we're talking about catalog versus catalog, career versus career, I think it's, I think it's ushered by a landslide. But we're talking about verses where you play your hit, I bet I'm dancing to it too. Now I'm gonna play my junk. I don't think I don't think Usher wins in the landslide. That's all I'm saying. What is Chris gonna play when Usher, when the very beginning of "You Got It Bad" starts? Ain't nothing like I, I don't care what you I don't care what you got in your catalog. What's gonna counter you got it back? Say goodbye. Say goodbye. <laughs> it's not those 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 songs are similar. So right. Say goodbye. Goes right with it. And it's gonna mm-hmm. slap. Mm-hmm. That's is, the closest junk. It's the closest verses. 
You know, and I'm like, not even, and I'm not even saying that that uh, that that song is better than Chris Brown. I mean, that that's better than Usher's, but it's gonna contend like that. It's a, it's about a versus about the crowd hype, and Chris gonna have old school and new school folks in that joint. That's all I'm saying. But I feel like Usher got a couple features that will get the new folks go. Okay, Chris so Brown features. Chris Brown got some features. Um, I, so I don't, I don't think it'll be a landslide, but I do think it'll be worth watching. Now, the only person that could rival R. Kelly, because that that was a topic too, is Michael Jackson. Jackson. You don't think Mike? You don't think Michael? Let Hebrew go ahead and do his thing. Go ahead, Hebrew. Come off mute, man. What, what, what you got, bro? Because I, I see it. I, every time I say Kels, they make that face. So, look, I, we we talked about it last week. I can I can separate the man. All this fucked up shit, but the musical genius, I can separate the two. But uh, Hebrews, what you got? Again, it's, it's going to be an unpopular opinion. Um, <laughs> man, Usher is going to mop the floor with Chris with the hits, but Chris going to do him bad on the dance floor, though. I'm going to say that. Mm. Chris going to do him bad on the dance floor. Okay. That's all I can say. Okay. Um, who who do you think can rival R. Kelly, if anybody? Why so? Go ahead. Nobody, <laughs> nobody can can fuck with R. Kelly, man. He on a whole nother level. He, he in a league of his own. Like, but you did say Michael Jackson, but uh, God, man. But nah. but now that I think, but now that I think about it, like, cause I mean, like Michael could, Michael would be close. But now that I, but now that I think about it, R. Kelly got too much. He does. Like, w- w- I- what? If I can interject here, so and I didn't, you know, I was I didn't mean I didn't mute myself, but that must have been God sent. So check this out. That's two different genres. So R. Kelly right. can't compete against Michael Jackson because those That's are two pop. different things. Right. The okay. only person that can compete with Michael is the white Michael. So it's black Michael Jackson and it's white Michael Jackson. And I'm being de- and I'm be- and I'm, I'm being dead ass serious. Thriller and bad Michael Jackson are the only ones that can compete with each other. Yeah. No, nobody can mess with Michael Jackson, and but also keep in mind, R. Kelly wrote some of Michael Jackson's hits. So let's go ahead, let's go ahead and kind of throw that into play too. So when yeah. it comes down to R. Kelly, Babyface mm-hmm. is someone who has produced and sang some bangers. All right, mm-hmm. and I and and uh, also too. Now I know it's a group, but the Osley Brothers. I feel like Ron Osley. And the hits that he has, we going hit for hit now. Ronald Osley and R. Kelly going tip for tap with their hits. That's 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 gonna shake some shit up. Cause I used to think whenever they was going up against Earth Wind and Fire, I was like, oh man, this is gonna be good. And then I sat there like, damn, they are mop. I I, I they they shouldn't have put Earth Wind and Fire up there with with no damn Osley. They shouldn't have done that. So see, I'm just saying that R. Kelly 
is in a class with the baby faces and the water eyes is if they gonna do something. But I still think R. Kelly would be, you know. I, I, I would I would say R. Kelly versus Babyface. That would probably be better. Um, maybe even I would maybe even go as far as maybe Teddy Riley, maybe. But most definitely Babyface versus R. Kelly. R. Kelly would still win because R. Kelly can go into that. That 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 um that Osley brother bag, he can go into that Charlie Wilson bag, he can go into that uh 90s swing vibe. Maxwell, he wrote for Maxwell too. He can go to Maxwell, he can go to Michael. Babyface can go to Tony, um Mariah Carey. Janet, Mariah Carey. Yeah. Whitney Maxwell, Maxwell. So producer wise, I would probably go R. Kelly versus Babyface. Um, Kells would probably win. It probably be it would be close, but it probably be like a, a nineteen sixteen. You know, you know, like that. Maybe not even that close. Maybe like twenty fourteen. Like you know. Um, but man, drop drop y'all opinions in the comments. And when I say drop y'all opinions in the comments, like don't be like Hurt's world is a safe space. Say what you want to say. I'm not saying that R. Kelly is not wrong for what he did to those women. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, as a person, he's a fucked up individual, and he's never gonna get out of jail. Musically, he cannot be touched. Period. Like nobody that there will probably be a there will probably never another there will probably never be another R. Kelly. Um, because the man was fuck the man was fucking a fucking genius. Like and and, and I kind of like I, I I've known for a while that Kells was a genius, but the other like the other day, because uh, last week we were talking about Trapped in the Closet, I went back and listened to Trapped in the Closet. The type of storytelling that this man did in Trapped in the Closet, and unfucking touchable. The, the the different characters, the voices, the the, the different plots, tw- twists. Like, who thinks of shit like that normally? Like, ain't nobody doing shit like that. And that's why he's musically a genius. Um, as a person, fucked up. But musically, cannot be touched. So, um, but leave y'all leave y'all comments and leave leave y'all stuff in the comments. Um. You know, if y'all think y'all know somebody that can compete with Chris Brown or Usher, or you know, let us know. But I don't think, you know, there is. But teachers know. But you got. Hey, I want to say. So, I want to say something about this R. Kelly stuff too, because, and me and you touched on it at uh, at lunch last week. You have to be able to separate if 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 you can, if you can't separate the art from the artistry with R. Kelly. Then you're being you're being a hypocrite 
because a lot of these companies that we support, a lot of the movies that we watch, a lot of these superstars that we idolize that are movie stars, I won't even say names, they are part of heinous crimes. They are they are part of ongoing investigations. And, I mean, by me saying that I still rock with R. Kelly's music today does not mean that you, I mean, it does not mean that I support the person. I think it's fucked up what he did as well, if, if that is indeed true. But that man's music, and hell, even some of the scenes that he's appeared in with the with the whole Trapped in the Closet, man, I know I can sing Trapped in the Closet one through seven and not miss a word. Like, that's the, the man is a lyrical genius. And what I appreciate about his, his craft is that this man wrote his own songs. And I'm talking about he didn't have no other writer credits. He would write a hit, and all you saw at the bottom was R. Kelly. So you have to appreciate what that man put out. I'm at a graduation the other day, and they playing I Believe I Can Fly. I wouldn't listen to that damn, that damn song and think about what he did to them kids. I was thinking about my kid walking across that damn stage because, God damn it, I believe that they can fly too. So I wasn't thinking about I wasn't thinking about this man's crime. You got to be able to – people got to stop being hypocrites when it comes down to just one man, everybody, man, you, man, you don't know how many, how many fucked up things is going on behind the scenes. So therefore, you stay in your lane, you enjoy what the hell they put out here on Main Street, and you keep it moving. That's my opinion. I agree, man. Um, anybody else want to chime in before we move on? The floor is the floor is open. All right, so we're going to go to break, man. Um, I'm not going to say free R. Kelly because, you know, he did what he did. But I'm still going to play his music. Anyway, we'll be right, we'll be back with more Herc's World. Welcome back to Herc's World. I am your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, The Big Hurt. And if she says I'm not, that hoe a liar. Um, So before we went to break, we were talking about um, – Verses and things like that. So, Ari and, and Debo, y'all are, you know, both R&B, Hebrews, uh, Wasso, y'all are, y'all are hip-hop R&B or hip-hop. Um, if y'all could cross over into any genre, what would it be and why? Let's go with, uh, let's go with Wasso first. I feel like I feel like you were doing. I feel like you want to do some country western shit. Man, I ain't gonna stunt. Like, I I love country music, man. Like, if I could, I would. I would go ahead and cross over to country music. It just seems fun. Like, not that old old nineties country music. I'm talking about that modern country music. It's it's really lit. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't already tried to cross over the R and B, but R and B and hip hop, that's the cousins of each other anyway. So I'm already with R and B, but country music for sure. That will, that will be something I would like to cross over to. Hebrews, what about you? Man, no surprise anybody that's ever ridden in the car with me. Man, I would cross over to rock and roll. Um, you know what I mean? I. I I love those. I love those. Uh, I love that grunge, you know, that whole Seattle movement, um, you know, talking Kurt Cobain. Um, I love uh, bands like Alice in Chains, Deftones. 
Um, yeah, if I was a crossover man, I would cross over to rock and roll. Okay. Ari, what would you cross over to and why? I, I would cross over to Afrobeats. Afrobeats is winning right now, and I feel like like my voice, my tone on the Afrobeats groove will like go crazy. Um, and the ladies love Afrobeats, and the ladies is what makes money in the music industry. So, yes, Afrobeats. Debo, man, techno, bro. Techno. Wait, <laughs> man, look. If you drunk or you look, you got a little smoke and that and that and that thing going off, boy, you <laughs> man, it's hey. So that first, but then like Hebrew, I love System of the Down. I love Evanescence. Like it's it's something about when man, uh Lincoln Park. When you hear them guitars and that roar and them cymbals and that drum, man, you damn near want to get in a mosh pit and slap shit out of somebody too. But I can't get in no mosh pit like that. But absolutely, like like the boy doing the 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 complexity of the music that these folks do with them drums and them guitar leads. Uh, absolutely, we we talking about some rock, but techno and then rock and roll for sure. Okay, all right. So, I'm going to put y'all on the spot. I need, in no particular order, your top five um, your top five artists or bands. Um, no particular order. No judgment. Let's go with Ari first. Your top five. Um, okay, so number one is going to be Brandy. Um, number two, I'm gonna go with Jasmine Sullivan. Um, number three, I'm gonna go with Kelly Price. Um, number four, her. And five, I'm gonna go with Erica Badu. Okay. Why so? Why so? Your top five. Let's see. I'm gonna stick with my genre. So it could be it could be whatever you want. Your top oh, okay. five, whatever. Let's let do it. Uh Wayne for sure. Drake. J. Cole. Mm, Jay-Z and Biggie. Mmm. Okay. I was thinking, I, I thought you go. I, mm. You thought I was going to go where? I thought you were going to go Pac. Pac? Now, Pac, Pac is, he the truth, but on a lyrical side, Biggie got him all the way to me, personally. Pac was just for the for us, for the people. It's what we needed. Biggie was a, was a lyrical genius. Okay. So... I gotta put I gotta put Big in there, and like if I could, I would take I can't take Park out of no. Nah, Park Park number six. Okay, Hebrews top five. Oh man, you asking all the tough questions, bro. I know where you mm. going. I, I know um, I know one person's gonna be in there. Man, number one, y'all already know. I don't even know if I gotta mention it. It's Eminem. Um, 
Number two is um, Biggie. Number three is AZ. Mm, okay. Uh, number four is going to be J. Cole. And number five is going to be Andre 3K. Okay. I thought I was going to hear Wayne. Um, top I'm shocked. Five. I'm, 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 I'm kind of shocked I didn't hear Wayne. I, I knew, I just thought Wayne was going to be in the top five. Okay. Yep. Debo, top five. Are we saying of all, are we saying rappers or artists or you, just who you, we... Who who is your top five? So when I get in the car, we look we talking about, and this is no particular order, the stylistics. Mm-hmm. Um Alex Isley is who I've been on Alex Isley real heavy these days. Um R. Kelly is always in the fold. Uh Alina Barath. I love Alina Barath. And I've been I've been fucking with Chris kind of tough too. So so okay. Um, man, my top five, and 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 last week, you know, it was it was it was uh it was Kanye, T Pain, J Cole, the Police, and um. Lately, it's been a lot of Creed. Um, and, you know, so like, so a little backstory here. Like, so I listen to Creed um, for two reasons. One, um, if you ever watched a wrestling back in the 90s, um, Creed, you know, they use they use a lot of Creed music uh, for their promo videos. And then two. You know, my dad, one of my dad's favorite brand, favorite bands was The Police and Creed. You know, so that's what I've been listening to a lot lately. Like, a lot of Police, a lot of Creed. Um, I've, even, I've, in an audible, I've even sprinkled, like, a little Bon Jovi in there. Um, So, I don't know, man. Like, so, what do y'all think y'all get y'all musical taste from? Like I get like so I know I get I credit my mother and my father for my my all over the place type of listening of music. Like I listen to like you know country, R and B, hip hop, blues, rock, you know alternative, all that. So what? Who do y'all credit with giving you y'all sense of um, listening? All right, you go first. Um, as mentioned earlier in the show, I will give it to my auntie Maritha. Um, I love every artist she loves from beginning to end. Like the people I listed today is probably the same people she listed. Um, so yeah, definitely my auntie. Okay. Why so? Um, I personally say it was my, uh, cousins on my daddy's side. Like they really pushed me on my music. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was trying to figure out like, why am I? like so in tune with music and then when I actually met my uh cousins and you know all my uh aunties and uncles on my daddy's side these people do music too they sing rap 
play instruments, all that. You know, so I'm like, oh, so this is where it's coming from. So I just say, like, my dad's side of the family. Okay. Hebrews, what about you? Um, <clears throat> definitely get my musical taste uh, from my Uncle Matt, man. Just hanging with him, like, during the summers when school was out. You know, listening to, you know, those groups like, you know, Bone Thugs, Nas, AZ. Um, definitely get my uh, my hip-hop musical taste from my Uncle Matt. And uh, as far as, like, the, the rock and roll side of my music taste, man, I just... I just get that to, from my white friends, man. They, you know what I'm saying? That, that is what it is. <laughs> Devo, what about you? I was I, I can't credit anybody in particular because I literally I like all facets of music. So I just I have to credit my walk of life because you know beginning. I mean, you know, as a youngster growing up in Earl, Arkansas, a town of two or three hundred people. Well, it's all family. You know, that was Bone Thugs and Harmony during that time. It was the local artist. Then when I went to um, um, elementary school up to high school, it was predominantly white. So I got a lot of my rock and roll music there. A lot of, then when I went to college and I graduated to people like Black, and then I started kind of fucking with the later side of Chris Brown. So it's really just been the walk of life, you know, that, that has really kind of, steer my musical taste and then the gospel from my pops my pops was devout sang in the choir and stuff so all my gospel taste that's from him so stylist is my mama gospel my daddy as i go man i gotta put you on the spot man so like real like real without thinking your favorite stylistic song off top stop look listen Stop, look, listen. Yeah. You ever heard it? I have not. I need to look it up. <laughs> I need to look, look it up. up. It's, it's <laughs> just, man, they, 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 got, they got a lot of bangers, man. But stop, look, listen. Um, Children of the Night. It's a, a, a lot of the songs that, that are my favorites aren't the ones that were mainstream. When you just when you just click through that catalog, you just hear a lot of them bottom ones. At the, man, all, all of them are just storytelling. And those, those are some of my favorite ones. And see, so and and it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Like a lot of the music that we that that is popular now doesn't take you on a journey. It doesn't tell a story. It's literally just a hot hook or a hot beat. I'm guilty of it. Like on on my workout playlist, um, there's a song. It is called Forty One. The man literally only counts the whole song. 41, 42, 43, 44, 45. The whole song is him counting. But because the beat is so fucking catchy, I downloaded it. And it's on the like and it, it, it it's motive it, it motivates you to keep going. But the he is literally just saying he, he's literally counting the whole the whole song. Um hold on, let me see if I can find it. And I'm I'm kind of embarrassed to like admit that, but it's I can't really, you know, um, get around it. But here it is. If it plays, yeah, 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 yeah,
you're vibing because it's the beat. The man says that he says that shit over and over again. But I literally downloaded it because I was like, this shit kind of a bop because of the beat. Um, how do y'all still how do y'all manage to still tell stories with y'all music? Now, before anybody else is before anybody else answers. All right, this one's for you. Goodbye. Um, your latest single. Takes you on an on an emotional journey. Not necessarily breaking up with somebody, but letting go of negative energy or letting go of something that you know is not gonna benefit you. How do you feel like you were able to tell a story with get with goodbye? Um it was real easy because anything that I create is off of experience. Like my whole 30 album is just what happened leading up to my 30s. So I think that's, I accepted the fact that that's just how I create. You know, I create based off how I feel in the moment. You know, I write all my music, you know. So goodbye, it was easy. It it, it came to me in like five minutes and I just sat down and I just thought about my situation, uh, how I felt. And uh, yeah, I just had to let it out and release it in that way. But it was easy. You know, it was fun. I didn't, get too deep into my personal, you know, situation, but I said enough, you know, so it was, it was real easy to create that. I still want to let you know that you're very petty. Um, <laughs> what I'm petty for? Bruh, you, okay. <laughs> can I, can I, can I, can I say it? Or do it's I out now, the song out. Okay. So if y'all go listen to goodbye, if y'all, Matter of fact, we just gonna listen to a snippet. Listen, listen to this part. That's why I said I would rather divorce you because where I would be is not beneficial to us. Where I am, a separation would be beneficial to me. You so okay? I so when I. I and I and I called you and told you I'm like I never knew that that was somebody else talking. Like I just thought it was a random person. So like when you dropped the snippet, all you dropped was that part. Right. So I'm like, well, damn, like I never knew. Like, cause that like for the longest time, that's why that's why everybody thought it was like this gonna be this big breakup song or you oh, know, like whatever. It's like it's like a diss track to you know past relationships, whatever. Cause that's literally all you drop. But when you listen to the song and you go through the motions of, hey, yeah, this was a failed relationship, mm-hmm. but I'm also saying goodbye to negativity. I'm saying goodbye to what I thought was true. Um yeah. but it wasn't. Yeah. So like the, st- the the journey that you take your, your your fans on listening to this, 
was in in, in my opinion is is really therapeutic because if you listen to if you listen to the words that, of of the chorus, mm-hmm. it's like hey, it ain't work and it's okay. Yeah. But I can't stay here and not grow. Yeah. You know. So when y'all and y'all make sure y'all go listen to Goodbye and download it. You know, on all the platforms. But it's one of them things where just listen to it. And it, it, it just kind of tells the story of like how you got to let go of negative, negative energy, how you can move on from relationships mm-hmm. and how you can grow to be happy. You know, so and I feel like everybody that we've had for Black Music Month on the panel tells a story with their music, mm-hmm. whether it, whether it's a cover, whether it's original, whatever. They y'all are all telling a story. Um, Hebrews and Wasso. Before we got on, man, I told y'all I was listening to um, the song you sent me. Take me through the process of writing that particular joint and telling that story of um, Bloody Pins. Well, okay, Bloody Pins, it was really just, you know, we was just writing out the... uh, Basically, like, the pain, you know. We was just trying to basically just express ourselves through what we do best, which is writing music. You know, try and come up with catchy bars, you know, but also trying to get them to see a little bit of us in the lyrics. You know, it was just it was just really a spare-of-the-moment track. We listened to it, and we was like, hey, let's uh put a couple quotes on here, and you know what I'm saying, just try and try and uh, be creative with it and then try and write our bars based off of that. But the crazy part about it is I actually wrote my bars in the studio. Like, I I had to finish it. Like, I was like, Corlin, you killing this. You, you killing this. I got to finish my song, man. I was like, I got to finish my verse. But it really was just a spare of the moment thing. It was, it was really just easy. Like, writing storytelling is easy because it's our lives you know what i'm saying so we just sit down and if we if we just be ourselves and tell tell our truth it's easy it's not like we're trying to work hard and put things together just for the fan to like it it's just for it's just for us and if if y'all uh choose to listen and y'all like it and y'all get a part of us that's cool what's that hebrews anything to add or you get yeah, um, you know, everything, everything that we've written um, so far, especially on the project that we're that we're um, working on together, man, it has just been through just just through personal growth. Um, you know, it, when you when you listen, when you listen to the tracks that we're putting together, you're like, damn, all these niggas talk about is man, how they how they going to outdo any and every other rapper they come across. And man, that's that's true. You know what I mean? That's that's how we feel. You know what I mean? Because we do feel like that we are kind of slighted, especially being that we're from Mississippi, DeSoto County, which is part of the Memphis metro area. Um, so you know, you know, when you come across something like bloody pins, that is like that's the true essence of us. It's like, man, you know, not disrespecting other artists, but we know we got something more to say than a lot of other artists 
we can do it creatively, uh, creatively. And um, <clears throat> yeah, man, like you said, man, it's just us. It's just us giving our truths. Um, you know, um, putting, you know, putting on pad uh, from what we feel. And, and that's that's always been the, the, the craziest thing to me. You know, I come from a family of educators, uh, mainly English teachers. So that's where I get the wording from. But it's always been interesting to me that <clears throat> I could think of something here. I could write it, type it, and then the listener sees exactly how I saw it here. And so, you know, in a sense, it kind of almost feels like mind control. But it's like, you know, when you listen to the bars and they're like, oh, shit, you said this and this. Like, yes, nigga, you got it. That's why I wrote it. (laughs) So that's where that comes from. No cap. I'm going to see if I can get to the right part. Of course, it won't work, right? But, like, you know, like, before we came on, man, like, y'all, like, you, I was like, did you just say, I was like, I could, like, the the work, bruh, if if y'all do nothing else, download Goodbye, stream that, find this, because uh, it is uh, the bloody, is the bloody, bloody pins. Is that is that out on all platforms? Uh, we haven't dropped it on any platforms. Uh, what what bar are you talking about? Is it like the very is it like the, the very ve- beginning, the, the very beginning of uh, your bar. It's and, like, and, uh, and why so like like your your like your in your beginning was dope too. Um, but I just happened uh, to be, like when y'all hopped on, I just be I just happened to be listening to Corlin's bar, and it just caught me by surprise. It's, it goes. Um, uh, when my pen bleed, these sheets become crime scenes. Can't get what's read out. No purposes for Visine. I'm good for murking these rhyme schemes. It's a gift. See what time brings. Get the body bagging and toe tagging. Sounding like I'm shopping on crime sprees. Like, I couldn't even believe I came up with it. And let me put this out here. Like, a lot of people need to know this. <laughs> I take forever to write because I'm such a perfectionist. I take forever. And then, you know, I went through, you know, went, I've been going through some things personally the last uh, the last year or so. And it's like now, like those things, they just come to me. And man, much credit to my brother from another mother, man, because, you know, I've always admired how, how quickly he could just come up with stuff just on the spot. And, you know, with us, you know, putting this project together, man, I didn't want to let him down so bad. And so it's it's crazy as hell. Like, we're like, when we find a track and I call him, I'm like, yo, nigga, I got some shit. <laughs> and my nigga's like, boy, that shit crazy. You know what I mean? I get the, I get the satisfaction of that. So, um, yeah, man, you know, I'm trying just a, just a, just a little razzle dazzle. Man, that that wordplay on that on that on that particular bar is banana. So I can't wait till y'all drop that because it will most definitely be added um, to the playlist. Debo, um, original music covers. How do you? I've said I, I've heard you. So I've, I've I've seen the videos, but I've also heard you just playing around singing and. 
now I'm, I'm gonna be 100. Like when y'all see this on YouTube and you know y'all see the fly, everyone like, damn, like how does how's this nigga not have four baby mamas and eight kids by now? But it's like, but like, I I hear you harmonize and be playing, and the shit sounds so soulful. So like, how do you, you know, how do you get to that point where you just like, you know what, I'm gonna do this cover and I'm gonna express everything that I got over this cover with this original music. I think everybody on this podcast now. I don't know. I don't, I don't know our general age, but we grown, and you you tend to appreciate shit when you've gone through life, you've experienced it, and now you know exactly what penetrates. And so now, a lot of the music that I do, a lot of the covers that I do, they're only songs that literally they they they. I don't want to be corny and say they speak to me, but like that that's exactly what, like the the instrumentation is speaking to me. The the wordplay is speaking to me. So I think my goal has went to trying to make timeless music for myself, like not dating my, I, um, I forgot who it was that I read a book. It was like, don't, don't put times and days, like don't put timestamps in your music because it dates it. And I never really thought about that. And so when I listen to people like Sade, when I listen to people like R. Kelly, when you listen to people that have all this influence and that just is timeless music that that's the music that I'm truly choosing to do. So um, when my original music does come out this year, hopefully within the next month or so, cause I'm, I'm still in the process of writing. It's just music that I'm just speaking to real life situations that we all go through. Like we all go through a lot of common shit, but we all have different ways of expressing it. So that's, that's, that's what it's about. So with the whole harmonizing and stuff, that's just you know that everybody singing in the shower, everybody just you know do silly shit. So that that's that's just that. The man, no, the man harmonized the that future joint for two weeks straight. Which one are you talking about? The um, you talking about uh um. The one he got with Tim's. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The main I, harmonized that this one, one song for the, the the just one line for two weeks straight, and I was like, "Bro, I, 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 I start, love of my grandmother." <laughs> yeah, like that that one line, and I was like, "Bro, yeah. like, why do I want to listen to this song every yeah. fucking day?" But it's like the man, the man's voice captivates. Um, yeah, one more thing, one more thing, too. So, my favorite part of music and singing is harmonies. I am so, in, and I, I got it from Bone Thugs and Harmony. And then, when you when you blend all these different voices and you put them together, harmonies are my favorite part of music, hence why my first daughter's name is Harmony. So, I'm, I'm so, and so now, whenever I do my covers. You know, you always, whenever you're doing cover work, you have to try to make a song your own. And I'm always trying to insert my own harmonies. I do every single vocal myself. And now that's been the music, that, that's been the kind of thing that I put in there to make certain things my own. So I would say the harmonizing, that's the only thing I'll stand 10 toes down on every single time. Because now that's what I love to do. Well said, bro. So let's go here. 
Um, if you could do a collab with anybody dead or alive, who would it be and why? Um, I think I know, I think I know everybody's answer, but I might be wrong. Um, Ari, I'm going to say yours is Brandy. Mm -hmm. Debo, yours would probably be Tank. Hebrews, yours would be Cole. Why so yours would probably be probably Biggie. I think I'm right on three or four, but three out of four. Cause Debo gave me that look like, nigga, please. Um, who would you collab with and why, Debo? It depends on what we're doing. So if it if it's for vibing purposes only. It would be an Alina Baraz, it would be a Black, or it would be an Alex Isley or a Shada. I know that's a lot of folks, but they all kind of fit that vibe. If I'm trying to make a hit, Chris Brown got to hop on it today. Chris Brown got to go ahead and hop on it, and we got to go ahead and we got to go ahead and take that jump to the stratosphere. So that's and I look and I look, I fuck with Tank heavy, but that's that he is he sang. I just sing a little bit. Okay. Um, but I was right about everybody else. Um, all right. Put y'all back on the spot. You need a certified banger. I'm talking about you need a platinum, double platinum hit. The beat is there. The artistry is there. You need somebody on the hook. You can go get 90s Nadog, 2000s T Pain, or late 2000s Ty Dollar Sign. You can only pick one, and there's only one right answer. Who are y'all picking, and why? I'm gonna let y'all take a second to think about it. Just know, I, I know I said hurts well as a safe space, and it is. But there's truly only only one right answer to this question. And depending on if y'all get it right, you will be judged for the remainder of the show. So stay tuned to see what the answers are. Um, we'll be right back for more Hurts World. Hey, people, it's the Big Hurt, host of Hurts World. He's a real nice fella. Hurts World is a safe space for any and everyone to come talk about the different issues and things that affect our culture. From love and relationships to mental health and wellness to pop culture, Hurts World is here to speak on it. Check us out on YouTube or anywhere you hear your favorite podcast. Also, if you would like to promote your business on Hurts World, please email us at hurtsworld24 at gmail.com. Again, that's hurtsworld24 at gmail.com. It's time to start thinking about that spring and summer wardrobe. How about checking out some thrifted and vintage clothing at Thinking Thoughts Art? Catch great deals on music tees featuring Beyonce, Run DMC, Lady Gaga, Migos, and more. Check out their new original line. Get in on our motto, Waking Thinking. Wake up and be thankful for another day. Thinking Thoughts Art also has the new Waking Thinking Cut and Sew Bucket Hats. The new spring and summer 23 line is available starting April 1st. Check out the full selection online at thinkingthoughts-art.com. Yeah! 
Welcome back to Hurts World. I am your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, The Big Hurt. And before we went to break, man, I gave the panel the question that we've been asked all of Black Music Month. And is you need a certi- the question is, you need a certified banger. The hook is there. The beat's there. Well, I'm sorry. The beat's there. The, hook, uh, the, lyrical, the lyrics are there. You just need somebody on the hook. And you got to call one of these three people to solidify this hit. 90s Nate Dog, 2000s T-Pain, or late 2000s Ty Dolla Sign. Just like last week, Hearts World is a safe space. It is. But depending on how you answer this question, I'm going to judge you for the rest of the show. So, whoever wants to go first, come off mute, and y'all give me your answer. Well, Hurt, you know, you know, we went to Rust together. We've had many a beautiful nights at Oak Palace. And man, just when it comes to certified hit, man, I gotta go with T Pain, bro. Okay. Uh why so? T Pain is for sure gonna get you that hit. I feel like in this in this day and age, if I get a song with T Pain, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a hit. No disrespect to Ty Dolla Sign or Nate Dog, but T Pain is gonna be the hit maker for ever. All right, who you got? Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna go on and say the same and mute my computer. Okay, Debo, I'm gonna judge you for this question. <laughs> because this is this this is not a hard question. No no disrespect to Nate Dog, no disrespect to Ty Dollar Sign. But T Pain is one of the greats. I feel like you should say something like 2000s Drake as a feature. Two th- uh, late 2000s Drake as a feature. All right. Or even throw throw Kanye in there. 2000s T Pain. All right. And now when you're talking about going back to the beginning, I would throw somebody in there like a Timbaland. Like a like a because Timbaland was with, with Missy, with Justin Timberlake, all that type stuff. So I respect to Ty Dollar Sign, but he he's not he's not on T Pain level like that. No, sir. Drake is Drake is there. Timbaland is there. Dr. Dre is there. You see what I'm saying? So I, I would just, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to judge you for that question because that, that, no. Well, so, so, so there's two, so that T-Pain is the right answer. I just want y'all to know that. So there's two reasons that the question exists. One, I asked that question to my best friend and her husband and their response was Nate Dog. And I said, okay, name what I said, name one Nate Dog feature other than regulate. 21 questions. Okay, they gave me that one. But it took them about three, it took them about two minutes to figure out 21 questions. And I didn't even think about 21 questions. I my first mind went to um Nobody. That no, my first mind went to um him and fabulous 
that was my that was my that was my one. But I didn't think about twenty one questions. I didn't, and I think I didn't think about nobody. Um. So okay. Since you're judging me for the question, let's spice it up. You need another banger. Do you go get mixtape Wayne? 2000s Drake, 2000s T Pain, or do you get mm, talking about who was who heavy on features? Nah, we'll keep it. We'll keep it there. We'll we'll go mixtape Wayne, two thousands Drake, two thousands T Pain. You could put Eminem on the feature. Mm, what? But besides, mm, wait, what Eminem features you thinking of? What Eminem, Eminem feature? Everything. What Eminem feature have you heard that he was not the best one on it? That's true. Never mind. But stick with your three. Go ahead. Go ahead. I like my three. So mixtape Wayne. Or no, no. We, we want to go. We want to go mixtape Wayne. We'll go 2000s feature Wayne. 2000s feature T Pain. 2000 features Drake. You need a banger. Who you going? Who you going to call? Who you putting on the song? No, 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 I'll take it. I, I'll add one more. Features Chris Brown. Because Chris Brown got some features for that ass, too. Who you calling? I'm going with Chris. Okay, that's one for Chris. Who you got, Depot? I, I know you're you, you going you gonna, to go ahead. T-Pain. <laughs> And look, and the and the and the and the close by an inch second is mixtape Wayne. All day mm. every day. But we got we gotta keep in mind T Pain changed the shape of music. Everybody does auto-tune now, including Wayne, because T Pain did it first. And that's all I'm gonna say on that. So Okay. Um, why so in Hebrews? Who y'all got, man? Man, that is tough. When you add Chris Brown in, it made it real tough. Uh, I, I figured Chris would throw. Would throw Chris would throw is gonna make it tough because, but but Wayne two thousand. You talking about Duffel Bag Boy? Yeah, I'm talking That's about the Wayne. Feature Wayne. Like, yes, feature you know, Wayne. Uh, <laughs> I'm going. I'm going Chris Brown because because that's gonna make a banger. All the women gonna listen to it. Okay. I'm going Brown. I'm gonna ca- I'm gonna carry the song on on a hip hop level. I need Brown. I need Chris to come on and put them vocals to it. Hebrews, who you got? Eventually, you're gonna kick my ass off this show. 
for to say some shit. Man, I gotta go with Drizzy Drake. Ooh. I gotta go with Drizzy Drake. I was kind of hoping you was gonna throw Future in the mix because shit, anything Ooh. Future and I'm and I and I'm not a yeah, Future, Future fan, but anything he does as a as a feature, man, that's hot. But man, when it comes to if it comes to man, I know I need a certified banger. If I know I need the the men and women nationally and internationally on board, man, I gotta go with Drizzy Drake. Okay. I, hey, we but see, we got we got a nice little mix, mixed panel. We got we got Chris Brown, uh, we got T Pain, and we got Drizzy. So I would I don't like man, like that feature Wayne had a run from like two thousand and nine to about two thousand and maybe. 19 where that man just got on a record and destroyed it. But now that I think about it, Drake came through in like 2011 and did the same thing. But then Chris did it too. And there was a time you couldn't hear, you couldn't turn on the radio without hearing Chris. But T Pain the goat, so I'm gonna go with T Pain. Why? Yeah, yeah. T. I, I I can't go against I can't go against T Pain. Like the the the, the man the man is pretty the man goaded. The man is the reason why music is the way that it the is. The way today. it is. Everybody is using auto tune because that man T Pain changed the game. And every feature that you heard in them 2000s, when T-Pain came on the thing with that auto-tune, that we all, now, again, I, I feel like you also have to shape the question differently. Are we talking about making a track in the 2000s during that time, or are we talking about 2023? Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a track with, with T-Pain in 2023, even though I still think it would be rocking. I would do a Future, or I would do a Chris Brown today. So I think, you know, it kind of depends on the time, too. And, and and I I feel like so I feel like T Pain makes that type of music that can transcend into a banger into twenty twenty three, um and, and me personally like with the exception of maybe a couple of people I don't really listen to none of this new stuff like I still listen to. 2016, 2005, early 2000s, late 90s, hip hop R&B, you know, so, but that's just me. Um, you know, and it, and this is not a lot of things that T-Pain wasn't on that he didn't miss on, you know, so shout out to, shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to T-Pain, Chris Breezy, Wayne, um, Eminem, because Eminem, can we can we can we all agree that Eminem did have the greatest the the best verse on forever? Just like hands yes. down. Okay. Yes. Because th- th- there was some debate like Wayne like like Kanye like I was like Kanye is a, a very very close second, but M had the hardest verse and the best verse on forever. Yeah, Wayne had the worst verse. I was like I was so disappointed. Hmm. 
I don't want the worst. Yeah, I'm gonna say that. It was some competition on there though, man. It was what Drake, Kanye, Drake, Kanye, Wayne, my, Eminem. Yeah, my foot, my foot sleeping on the gas. <laughs> no brake pad, no such thing as lat. Well, cause see, I don't. I mean, M, M is first. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. By far. Yeah. M first. Kanye came with it though. Like Kanye. Yeah. Was, Kanye like, is Kanye's two. like two. I kind of like Wayne verse one. I like then, I, then I'm like then I like Drake verse on that one though. Really? Really? Hebrews, what, what Hebrews say? Hebrews, come on with it. Come, come on, come on, mute. Come on with it. Man, look. First name ever. Last, Last name, name greatest. Like a sprained ankle, boy. I ain't nothing to play. I, I, I mean, I can't. I can't. For me, for me, the order, of course, of course, Eminem, um, definitely Kanye. They took the they, they took the two top spots. I I would I would put Drake's verse ahead of uh, Wayne's verse though. I I, I actually kind of thoroughly enjoy that verse. Actually, that's one of those verses where I just. Walk around the house randomly rapping for no fucking reason. I mean, hey, I'm that Wayne versus I don't know, man. Like it's I'm gonna go with Wayne. And maybe I'm a little Drake biased, but I'm gonna go with it's Wayne. It's okay. So, Wayne got plenty of other verses on everything else. He does. Like, I mean, and like I said, that goes back to that. Go ahead. I was gonna say, and we forget. Man, Wayne ain't wrote shit in years. So, even to come up with that off top, Thanks. you know, I can't, you know, I can't be too mad at him because I don't know about other artists. I can't freestyle, and I ain't gonna lie and say that I can. We honest. So, before we, uh, before we, before we move on, um. Let's go here, man. Like, um, we talked about breaking new music. We talked about collabs. We talked about who you want to most collab with. What is your thought process when you reach out to another artist? Like, hey, I got this song. I think you would be dope on, or I'm missing something. Like, what do you think you can add to the song? Like, what is that? Like, what does it look like when you reach out to another artist for a collaboration? Whoever wants to answer first can answer first. I think that whenever you are working on a song, you already kind of have the voice in mind. I don't even, I don't, even, I like, I, I've worked on some things and I'm like, I hear this person, I hear that person. So I think with the creativity process, you just kind of like automatically know who it needs to be the the question is if they have if 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 they serious about it if they local i mean that's what we're talking about but yeah um i feel like you already kind of have that person in mind as you've already finished your part of it for sure all right what about you like how do you reach out to or how do you collab with folks um kind of pretty much like what he said you have that that voice that vibe in mind um, with Goodbye, uh, it's featuring my guy Logic, who pretty much produced all my records. 
Um, but he's a really chill guy that went through the same thing that I was dealing with. And um, just his tone, his delivery when he flow. And then uh, my my song, Just Ari, that talks about who I am, um, is featuring my homie J-Star. She got that energy. You know, like anytime she's rapping about anything, it's, it's energy, you know. And then uh, as far as like my biggest single with you, it's a song for the ladies. So I figured getting Saya, um, you know, she signed to major record labels and our image is the same. I felt like it would have attracted, you know, an audience and it's like the top song on my record. So you kind of, like you said, you already kind of got a vibe of like who you want on there when you're creating that. Like you hear that voice in your head, their voice in your head as you're writing. So I would say literally the same thing he said. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. But- it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, when I listen to an instrumental or whatever, and I want to feature on it or something. And I'm like, okay, this sounds like so crazy lyrical on it. I'm calling Hebrews. Like, hey, man, I need you to put your touch on this beat. He already know what I'm expecting. And I know he's going to give it. You know what I'm saying? And if I need something turned, I call this guy or this chick. If I need somebody to say, I know whose voice is going to sound good on this this track so pretty much the same thing that Debo and Jazara was talking about so yeah we we just know it's just that ear cool all right man we're gonna yeah bro all right we're gonna go to break we're gonna go to our new uh segment and that it's slowly becoming my favorite part of the whole show um because I like putting folks on the spot so stay tuned for more you listen to her sport It's time to start thinking about that spring and summer wardrobe. How about checking out some thrifted and vintage clothing at Thinking Thoughts Art. Catch great deals on music tees featuring Beyonce, Run DMC, Lady Gaga, Migos, and more. Check out their new original line. Get in on our motto, Waking Thinking. Wake up and be thankful for another day. Thinking Thoughts Art also has the new Waking Thinking Cut and Sew Bucket Hats. The new spring and summer 23 line is available starting April 1st. Check out the full selection online at thinkingthoughts-art.com. Hey, people, it's the Big Hurt, host of Hurt's World. He's a real nice fella. Hurt's World is a safe space for any and everyone to come talk about the different issues and things that affect our culture. From love and relationships to mental health and wellness to pop culture, Hurt's World is here to speak on. Check us out on YouTube or anywhere you hear your favorite podcast. Also, if you would like to promote your business on Hurt's World, please email us at hurtsworld24 at gmail.com. Again, that's hurtsworld24 at gmail.com. Welcome back to Hurts World. I am your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, The Big Hurt. And if she says I'm not, y'all know the rest. Um, so we've come to my soon my, my slowly become my favorite part of the show. And uh it is songs you know you should not have been singing as a kid. Now these are songs that you know when you were growing up. You knew the, I'm talking about you knew word for word, and you would sing at the top of your lungs, and you was just like, you know, whatever. But you but but you were a little young to be singing um stand up in it or candy liquors, you know, just to name a few. So I'm gonna go around the panel. 
And I need y'all to name one or two songs that y'all know. Well, I'm talking about word for word. Um, that you know at an early age, you should like now that now, like now that you know what it at what those songs actually mean, you know you should have been singing that. Um I feel like Hebrews got a couple good ones. So let's start with you. Oh man. Uh the number one song I should not have been singing was Splackabelly. <laughs> Man. I knew, I knew you had one. I knew you had one. Uh, so Splackabelly and um, um, I forget the proper title of it. I think it's Get It Wet or I Want Sex by Twister. I should not have been singing those. <laughs> Car. Uh, Ari, I know, I know, I know you got one because you. Um, I'm gonna say, <laughs> I don't know. I'm probably the youngest person out here, but I shouldn't have been singing "Rock the Boat." <laughs> now, I was okay. only like ten. I was only like ten. I shouldn't have been singing "Rock the Boat." Now, "Rock the Boat" is a different one because, like, so. I like I was vibing to rock the boat, but I actually listened to the words the other because it came on, um, it came on radio the other day, and I was like, wait, she talking about fucking? I, you know, when you were like young, you wasn't really thinking. You was like, I'll rock the boat. She talking about fucking? Never, you know, at an early, I didn't know she was talking about fucking. So okay, rock the boat. Uh, why so? What you got? Too close by next. Man, I was like, I went back and listened to it. You know, uh getting old. I'm like, dang, this might start the song off. I wonder if she knows if no, I'm hard right now. right now. I said, hold on. <laughs> we tripping. I was tripping when I was young. But yeah, but I love that song. <laughs> so yeah, next. Too close. Debo, what you got? Uh, I am a BT uncut prodigy, so um, you know, really, um, I remember you know, staying up till 158, 159. I was like, all right, y'all better go to sleep, but I'm really closing the door, really getting ready to look at BT uncut. But that's not the question. Um, I listen to a lot of R. Kelly, uh, no particular song. I do remember, um, the one song by. Little scrapping them that what it is. Ho- no, not, who is it? That what it is, ho. Or what's, oh, what's up? What's up? Tree of I, I, I was a Tree yeah, I was a teenager, and I was like, "Can nigga get some?" Cu-? Like I didn't like I didn't know what cut it was, but that was really we talking about pockets. So I mean that I, it, it's like little rap songs, like well they didn't just explicitly say what it is that's happening, you know. So all them songs, I, I was I was I should have listened to that shit. <laughs> okay. Um, this week I know so okay. So this is not so. Usually it's an R and B song with innuendos of sex and shit like that. This week, um, it's a hip hop song. I know I should listen. I know I should have been listening to this shit. Um, and it is by the the one and only Reverend Labusi. Um, it is a cover song to um 
another song. And I'm not gonna say too much. Uh, YouTube, I can't. I ain't gonna play a lot of it because they did. They did flag the other, the last one. So I'm just gonna play the the beginning of it, and y'all will figure out what it is. So this is the songs you know you should have been singing. Song of the week, Lil Boosie. And that's when I knew I like girls. I like girls. Um, <laughs> Lil Boosie taught me that. Um, but if you don't know the name of the song, it's called They Dyking. You probably can't find it on Apple Music, so you probably got to go on YouTube and just type in Lil Boosie They Dyking. Um, but that's one of the songs I know I shouldn't have been singing as a kid that I knew word for word. Um, and I also figured out I like girls. I like girls. So, do with that information what you will, but I like girls that like girls. Anyway, um, we're gonna go to break. Um, because I'm probably gonna, you know, reminisce about girls that like girls. Stay tuned, we'll listen to the hearts world, man. Um, what can I say? We like girls, they like girls. Hey, people, it's the Big Hurt, host of Hurt's World. He's a real nice fella. Hurt's World is a safe space for any and everyone to come talk about the different issues and things that affect our culture. From love and relationships to mental health and wellness to pop culture, Hurt's World is here to speak on. Check us out on YouTube or anywhere you hear your favorite podcast. Also, if you would like to promote your business on Hurt's World, please email us at hurtsworld24 at gmail.com. Again, that's hurtsworld24 at gmail.com. It's time to start thinking about that spring and summer wardrobe. How about checking out some thrifted and vintage clothing at Thinking Thoughts Art? Catch great deals on music tees featuring Beyonce, Run DMC, Lady Gaga, Migos, and more. Check out their new original line. Get in on our motto, Waking Thinking. Wake up and be thankful for another day. Thinking Thoughts Art also has the new Waking Thinking Cut and Sew Bucket Hats. The new spring and summer 23 line is available starting April 1st. Check out the full selection online at thinkingthoughts-art.com. Yeah. Welcome back to Hurt Squad. I am your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, The Big Hurt. And, man, we've been talking Black Music Month, man. Um, it has been an amazing episode. So before I let y'all get up out of here, um, I asked this question last week, um, and the responses were really, really impactful. But the last question I want to ask y'all before we get up out of here is June is – Black Music Month, and you, when this comes out, it'll be, you know, 4th of July weekend. How do y'all feel about not necessarily culture vultures or other ethnicity or ethnicities, you know, y'all know what I'm trying to say. Ethnicities. There you go. That word. <laughs> um, I've been sipping. Um, but how do y'all feel about other cultures coming into black music and making it their own with not necessarily paying tribute or homage like some of the artists do, but kind of take what we do or what y'all do. I'm sorry. 
and taking over. Now, I'm not saying like Justin Timberlake or Robin, Robin Thicke have taken over black music, but they are in black music spaces and they do have black fans. Um, more like along the lines of like an Elvis Presley or something like that. Do y'all want to gatekeep black music or do you feel like music is universal and it should be for everybody? Whoever wants to go first can go first. I would say I feel like it's it should be universal um, because if you go back to the question you asked earlier, if we can switch um, genres, what would we pick? And pretty much everybody picked genres that black people not in. So I think it's important for us to just all work together, collab. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I don't see nothing wrong with it at all. Um, I mean, I don't even look at it like culture vulture. It's cool. Like y'all, y'all just like what y'all like, and that's what y'all want to rap. Y'all want to rap uh, hip hop. Y'all want to sing R and B. That's perfectly fine. Cause like I said, if I could switch my uh, genre. I go to country. So I'm good with it. Okay. Hebrews or Debo? Being a Mississippi native, the birthplace of America's music, man, this music came from our people, from our ancestors, man, down to the blues, the gospel, the rock and roll that Elvis Presley made a living off of. Um, I look at it as um, you can't take something that we gave to you. So, you know, anything that you do that is a reflection of us, like you really just giving us the credit back. It's just a lot of people just don't know the history of it. So let them take it. Let them fly with it. But just know it always comes back to this dark skin. Always. Very well said, brother. Debo, what you got? I couldn't have put it better myself, man. Um, I just, I just think that with with music is the one thing that really combines everybody. It just does. And the fact that you got little white kids that's trying to rap, you got old black folks like myself that love country music. It's the it's the ultimate unifier. And uh, I do strongly agree with this origin, my boy Hebrew. Like, I strongly agree with the origin. But with it being so impactful, it has no other choice but to impact like the, like it does. So um, it's not to be contained. Our gifts are not to be contained. They're, be, they're to be shared. And with this, with the way that, I mean, it, there, every genre has affected me some type of way. And had it had it had they kept it for themselves, it would have affected who I am today. So, um, despite you know, despite how some people may actually try to culture vote, or however you want to say that, music is just music is timeless and it's the, it's the ultimate unifier. So, no, you got to share that shit. Well said. I totally agree. Um, I feel like it, it music. If music does nothing else it unifies people and it gives people who don't have a voice a voice. Like I said last week, like when I can't necessarily express how I feel, a song can do it for me. Like, um, you know, like when I, 
if I if I would have sent a text message with Versace on the floor to my girl, that means hey, get ready. Or if um like I can remember vividly um a couple years ago, she asked me um how I felt about her. And yeah, I could have been like, oh yeah, I love you, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the song that best described that how I felt um was a it's a Brent Young and he's a country artist and it's called uh, In Case You Didn't Know. If, you have, if you've never heard it, um make sure y'all go download just li- just listen to the words. Um it's called In Case You Didn't Know by Brent Young. And it just basically expresses like, hey, this is how I feel about you. This is why I feel that way. And this is how, this is the best way for me to tell you, you know, so music is universal into the point where it gives the people who don't have a voice, a voice. I couldn't tell her like, yeah, I could have been like, yeah, I love you, whatever. But the song says, in case you didn't know, baby, I'm crazy about you. Um, I would, you know, not want to live my life without you. And that, in my opinion, was more impactful than me just saying, yeah, I love you. But, you know, in, um, or, you know, uh, major, there's an artist named uh, Major. He has a song, This Is Why I Love You. Like, these artists make these songs from the heart and it impacts you know how, how people feel you know whatever uh Debo just just in case you're looking for another cover I think you should do this is why I love you um just thought thought I'd throw that out there I feel like you'll kill it Ari um if you can do um in case you didn't know that'd be dope too um but before we get up out of here man why don't I'm gonna give y'all the opportunity to um, basically let everybody know where they can find you if you want to be found. What you got coming up as far as, mu- as, far as music goes um, and a quote you live by um, and stuff like that. So let's start with uh, Hebrews. And by the way, before you tell all that, how did you pick your name? Tell it to go ahead. All right. So, um, so, so actually, my name before you look at the spelling, it just comes from three different variations of how I just approach on um, just being on the track. Um, the first, the variation you see now is bruise. So it's like, you know, beating up the track. You know, that's the first thing. The second thing, if you don't look at the spelling, you can look at it as uh, B R E W S. You know, brewing up, you know, cooking on the track. That's the third thing. And the, the second thing. And then the third thing is just, um, you know, um, the stuff I tend to write, you know, you might kind of compare to, to to scripture. So then we can Hebrews. So that's, 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 you know, those are, those are the three, um, 
that was the three um the three thoughts that might come to one's mind before they actually look at how I choose to spell my name. Um, but man, honestly, you could, uh, but other than that, man, you can find me on social media. Um, just Corlin Parker, you know what I mean? I'm not ashamed to put my government name out there. You can find me on, um, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, on YouTube. You can find me as Hebrews. Um, or you could find me at your local coffee shop trying to be fancy. (laughs) You got to spell Hebrews for him. So, uh, so, so, so the way I choose to spell Hebrews is H E underscore B R U I S E. That's dope. Thank you. All right. What you got? Um, so uh, everybody can follow me. Jess Ari, uh, just type in Jess Ari, um, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Anywhere, just everything's just all right. Um, but quote that I go by is ain't no need to worry what tonight is going to bring. It'll be all over in the morning. Uh, that's just been my whole life, what I stand by. And it's the truth. So, yeah, I'm just all right. You can just type that in and you'll find me. <laughs> uh, what you got coming up? Um, so right now um, I drop goodbye or whatever. So. Uh, you know, going through a divorce and encouraged me to just drop an EP about what I'm, you know, experiencing. Um, the joys in this moment or whatever, you know, a lot of people, you look at marriage and you look at the cute part about it, but, you know, it's it's another side. And, you know, we got to talk about the real stuff. So, you know, that situation just encouraged me to talk about, you know, the, the before and the after because the after is hella good. I got to sing about that, so. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> that's what's coming up next is you know that EP. Man, if you don't <laughs> drop this EP soon, I'm gonna go crazy. Um, but much love I got you. I got you. Why so? What you got, man? Yeah, man, just look me up, AG and Why so. I got music on album music on all platforms, AG and Why so. I got about five six songs out right now um one of the songs smoking the air is me and hebrews that's on our project that we're working on entitled murder we wrote um i'm not gonna actually give y'all an exact date when it's gonna drop but just know it's coming out this year it's coming out this year um really like that's just that's just what it is like agm why so look me up anywhere you, you know john rice on uh Facebook, but I also have a, a music page, AGMY, so just, you know, check me out. Now, when you say this year, is it is it like a Dr. Dre this year or like this year for real? Because, you know, Dr. Is, Dre say he's going to drive detox like this year. And it ain't, it's like, been like, like I'm going to give you to October. October, October, the, our, the, uh, the uh, murder we wrote project will be complete it'll be released and man we're gonna put it out on all platforms all and social also, media also i'm working on a solo project that's gonna be coming out early next year 2024 and also where i got my name from ag and so when i was in school they used to come they used to just say john b series like when i was rapping 
they were like, John, be serious. Then when I did be serious and start really rapping, they like, why are you so serious? So I put all that together and I said, why so? And I used to be why so serious, like the Joker. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to drop the series because I don't want to deal with no copyright infringement or nothing like that. Just why so? And I put the AGM in front of it because when I was in the service, I actually had a, a group, Ace Game Music. And um, one of my partners who actually created AGM, he he passed away this year around around March. And uh, I just decided to put that acronym in front of my name just to represent him. And what's that quote you live by? Man, I ain't got no quote. <laughs> hey, we'll take the name. Debo. Hey, I thought my boy Wise over to come with him and say, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, uh, I wanna I wanna thank the panel, man. Like y'all, y'all really giving me some inspiration because uh just as other local artists that y'all are coming up with projects and stuff. That's really going to make me get on my shit. So I don't have any particular date. So um, I'm going to be Dr. Dre with the detox. Like you said, I got some music coming out soon. It's going to be original and it's coming out soon. You can find me on all social platforms uh, on um, on Instagram. is I am underscore D Allen, D-A-L-A-N. Um, Facebook, government name, Derek Bowles with an A-D-A-R-I-C-K, Bowles. Like when you're both. Um quote that i live by um there are so many of them but the one that i've heard here recently is comfort is a sign of death and um that shit hidden with me because let's just face it when when you when you are uncomfortable that's when you are literally strategizing to find solutions but when you're comfortable you just existing so comfort is the first sign of death is 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 right now my go-to right now that's 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 kind of tatted on the brain so Panel, I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all been this this been... man. Um, it has been a dope, entertaining, uh, thought provoking episode, man. I appreciate each and every one of y'all, um, uh, for rocking with me, um, uh, for coming through, dropping y'all insight, dropping y'all knowledge. Um, it has most definitely been fun. Um. What I, I don't know what I got coming up. I'm I'm just dropping episodes. Um, you know, Fourth of July is coming up, so um, hope y'all celebrate. Now, I, I, let me say this: if y'all celebrate Fourth of July, do your thing. Not mad at you. But if y'all didn't pop fireworks on Juneteenth, don't pop fireworks on July Fourth, um, because that's not y'all real Independence Day. Um, June nineteenth was. Um, take that how you want to. We're not gonna get into political stuff because that's just not me. I could just be talking shit. Y'all know I look. I'm a little slow sometimes, but no. Um, but enjoy your family. Enjoy your your, your time off with your people. I myself um, may have finessed my way into a four day weekend. Um, because um, I'm good at my job and other people aren't. Um, as always, if you don't work, you don't eat, you got to crawl for, you can walk, walk for, you can run and man run before you can fly. I am. Oh, before I forget. Um, if you, if you would like to advertise your business, your albums, 
your uh, parties, your events on Herx World, make sure you email me at herxworld24 at gmail.com. We are taking um, advertisement for commercials and sponsorships. Um, if you need to um, get that information, just email me, inbox me. I'll send you the um, the information and we can link up. Um, Cause I, if nothing else, I want to promote whatever you got going. Um, Herx world is a, like I said, like I say all the time, Herx world is a safe space to, you know, promote, to do what you want to say, what you want to say, do what you want to do. Um, you know, in any way that I can help my people um, or our allies, I'm going to do it. You know, so if you got anything you want to promote, just hit me up. That is Herx world two, four, H E R C S W O R L D two four at gmail.com. Um, happy 4th of July. Enjoy your family, enjoy your friends. Pop fireworks safely. Um, and um, I think that's it, man. Until you next time you hear my voice, I am your girlfriend's favorite podcast host, The Big Hurt. And I see y'all when I see y'all.